I could fail a hundred times in a row and keep going, keep going because what I ultimately want is freedom, just pure freedom. I want to be able to wake up every day and do what I want to do. I want to work on what I love. Life's too short. And so that passion is going to be there no matter what. So if this goes bust, which I don't think it will, but if it does, on to the next. Let's do it. If fighting failure is something that interests you, then you want to stick around for this episode because we're talking to Jared Warner from FightingFailure.com. This is Jared Easley. This is Star of the Doubts. Jared, welcome. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Our names are spelled the same. And they're spelled the correct way. The correct way. All right, so that's my first question is, how many times have people butchered the spelling of your name? More than they get it correct. So what are some common misspellings? J-A-R-R-O-D all the time. <laughs> Jared that with a G with anything that comes after it. <laughs> Gerard. Right. Jerry. Jerry. Oh, I've been Jerry called it all. all the time. <laughs> Only people with Jared have these problems. I right. Oh, that specific problem. Oh, that's right. a very specific one. Yeah. It is. So uh, you and I are just meeting for the first time. We're here in San Diego. You live locally. Yeah. I live so what ultimately, are you originally from San Diego or? Originally from Southern California, but I grew up in Thousand Oaks. Outstanding. And what drew you to San Diego? My besides older, the obvious. <laughs> yeah, besides the obvious, my older brother moved here in the 90s and I yeah. visited every chance I got. So when a, the opportunity came up to live here, I decided let's move. And so oh, that happened call. in 2008. I've been here since oh, then. Oh, outstanding. Yeah. Wonderful. And this is your first time to social media marketing world. It is. Yeah. So what compelled you to be here? I'm a marketer. So that's my profession. And I've always heard about it. I listened to their podcast, the Social Media Examiner's uh, podcast. Right. And so they do a good job of promoting their events. And so I signed up for a social media success summit and signed up for this at the same time. So Excellent. I bought my ticket a long time ago, last summer. Uh, so when we were talking earlier, you told me, hey, I'm a podcaster. I've got a show. It's 19 episodes as of this recording. Yep. Fighting failure. So let's talk about what compelled you to start a podcast and why fighting failure. Yeah, I think that the fear of failure is one of the biggest dream killers in the world. Sure. I think you look at San Diego traffic, LA, Chicago, New York, and all these big cities, right? And there's just traffic galore on, in the morning and in the evening. And I think most of those people are totally dissatisfied with the work that they do. The only thing I believe that stops them from working for themselves is the fear of failure. And so I decided to tell my story of failure. So that's the first three episodes is me. And then I turn it over and then the rest of the show is all about the guests and their story. So I failed several times, went broke three times. And I'm self-employed now, so I get to wake up and do what I want to do every day. And uh, I think everybody should at least take a shot at that. Tell us about those three failures. Uh, you don't have to necessarily break down every detail of it, but yeah. what were those and what was that like? Yeah, so I started my entrepreneurial journey and my just professional life with pure success, right? So I, I didn't think I could fail. I thought failure was for people who weren't smart enough, good enough, didn't try hard enough, all of that stuff. I thought I was immune to it. So when I moved to San Diego in 2008, I had about 30, 35 grand in the bank, BMW, place on the beach. Things were going well. I was 28 years old, in good shape. Everything was like awesome, rocking. I decided I was going to start my own venture, wanted to work for myself again. I just left a family business and I hadn't had to work really hard in the family business. And so I didn't work really hard in this. I just thought, I'm not going to fail anyway, so I'm just going to relax, lay on the beach, get a killer tan. And I went totally broke. I lost everything. And so that venture, it cost me everything. I, I lost everything down to $3. 
I failed two more times spectacularly after that before turning it around. Went broke two more times in between those. Had to get jobs, built up the savings again, took another run. Built up the savings, took another run until it finally stuck. And so now I wake up every day doing what I, what I want to do. At what point did you realize, okay, <laughs> I'm actually onto something. This is a healthy progression here. Right. <laughs> what, what was that like? You know, I was working for a company and I had built a side business and my side income was starting to surpass my normal income. At the time I was laid off. And so it didn't matter. I had a business going and I'm like, cool. So I actually got a text message that I was laid off. They weren't going to be able to make payroll and all that stuff. The company was in trouble. And I'm like, perfect, because I have to work on two clients things today. And I was wondering how I was going to get that done with the job in the way anyway. And so everything just worked out. And so it's, uh, I've been blessed. And no looking back as of this point. Never. I will never look back. <laughs> never looking I could back. fail a hundred times in a row and You're keep still going. Keep going. Yeah. Because uh, what I ultimately want is freedom, just pure freedom. I want to be able to wake up every day and do what I want to do. I want to work on what I love. Life's too short, you know? And so that passion is going to be there no matter what. So if, if this goes bust, which I, I don't think it will, but if it does, on to the next, let's do it. So for someone who's listening and saying, hey, I've experienced failure or that's something I'm afraid of, how, how, do, you, uh, how do you move on from that and in a way that's smart and practical? I mean, there's no guarantees, of course, but right. uh, what do you suggest for that? You know, I think you got to understand first that the failure is not you. It doesn't represent you. And you got to try to look on the bright side, easier said than done, especially in the moment. But I would challenge everybody right now to look back at anything bad that's happened in their life and you can make sense of why it happened, right? Like you can go, okay, well, that happened and then I did this and that happened and then I did this. You know, one of those stories was I failed. I had to get a job. I met my wife there. Yeah. So like, why did that happen? That's why it happened. <laughs> well, you know? Yeah. It sounds like you, you did okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so another thing, um, I failed and I had to go move back home. My parents had moved to Oregon. I got to watch the Packers win the Super Bowl that year and watch every game with my dad. And, you know, I hadn't hung out and watched a game with my dad in years. So I'll chalk it up to that. They won because I was there. I'll, I'll say <laughs> well, that. not that's true. You did get some quality time with your dad enjoying right. the Packers. And, yeah. and you can't trade that. You can't know? trade that for anything. That's and right. there's no chance I would have been there had the business been successful. I would have been in San Diego or traveling anywhere. And so look at the bright side of it and also just learn from it. So whatever you did, don't do that again and understand what your mistakes were. And so how I eventually got successful was building the business on the side. And so if for anybody listening that says, I don't have time, I'm, I would love to, but I don't have time. Sorry, you have time. I woke up at 4 a.m. and worked from 4 a.m. to 10 o'clock, worked my job from 10 to 6 and worked on my business from 10 to like midnight. Sleep less. I worked, slept like four or five hours a day and I worked my ass off on, on my job and, or on my uh, side business. And that's what it took because I was not going to be deterred. It was like, I'm giving this everything I got. It means more to me than sleep. It means more to me than hanging out with friends, doing anything. This means everything to me. So I'm going to give it everything I got. And, and that's what it took. Yeah, that, I love that. You've done episodes that weren't just your story, as you mentioned, and, and being able to chat with different folks. What are some things that you've learned or some takeaways from talking with these other guests that have experienced failure? The one that I really love was uh, Danielle Delgado is episode nine on my show. And she says, you can't out earn your self-esteem. What does that mean? Love that. So 
if you have a negative viewpoint of yourself, if you don't think very highly of yourself, your earnings are going to mirror that. Your earnings match your circle. You know, you've, you've heard that, you know, the five people you surround yourself with oh, and yeah. all that. The same goes for your self-esteem and your perceived self-worth. You know, if you don't think very highly of yourself, you will not be successful, period, until you can turn that around. And so whatever that takes, whether it's a mentor, a coach, a course, you know, whatever it takes, get that, get what you need, build some confidence up and then start just stacking wins. You know, they could be very small wins. You know, my first accounts, I charged 500 bucks a month. I charge, you know, more than double that now and get it easily. But you got to just stack those small wins. What would you say is the balance between having that healthy mindset versus being just overly arrogant, you know? Right. Well, for me, life had a way of humbling me. So I, I mean, I was arrogant when I was 28. I was like, you know, I got a BMW, I got a place on the beach, I got fat savings, retirement accounts and all this stuff. And I wasn't even trying to save it. It wasn't because I was financially disciplined. I was anything but that. Yeah. But it just happened. Life just smacked me right on down, man. And it was like, all right, time to get a little bit humble and try to figure out what the heck happened. Yeah. You know, so life will put you in your place, you know, but you got to be confident, but respectful. And the other thing I will say is look at people that you do business with in your own venture as not just a dollar sign. Look at them as like, how can I help these people? And are they getting value for that? Could I charge five times what I'm charging and would it be worth it? And if you can't do that, you got to reassess what you're doing. Wow. You know, so you better be able to give a, a lot of value for what you're charging. W- would you be willing to share a story where you've had to reassess what you were doing? Like a specific example? Sure. As far as like the business? Yep. Um, yeah. Like, okay. Um, there was one situation I had. This is the third failure in a row. <laughs> I had I had moved up to Oregon at this point. I was in going to do mobile marketing at this point. Now everybody sees it. Text, you know, this five digit or text this uh, keyword to this five digit thing and get a coupon. This was in like 2010, 2009, 2010. It was a foreign language to people. Yeah. Wasn't common then for sure. It wasn't. And so I paid for it. I put everything I had into it and I lost month after month. I kept because I knew the idea was good and it is good. Now it's around everywhere. Yeah. Just too early, huh? I was too early. And my message was not clear and concise. I've learned how to refine that. I looked at it as people were aware that they were problem aware, solution aware, and that they were my solution aware. So if you know Eugene Schwartz and um, Breakthrough Advertising and all that stuff, where he breaks down all of that. If you don't know that, Google it, look it up. So it's matching your, your message to where the people are. And I thought that because I know this, that everybody knows this. And boy, they, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't know anything. And they thought I was speaking gibberish and the world wasn't ready for it. And I lost thousands. And I kept dumping on top of it because I thought, how could this not work? Like, how, how, how are they not seeing this? This is like 10% of their current marketing. And I think it's more powerful. Right. But they, um, they couldn't see that. Wow. And so I got frustrated and I couldn't communicate my message. And so eventually I just folded that and I got a job, which is where I ended up meeting my wife. And I stopped the bleeding. I never turned anything into that. I, n- I never made any money in that business. It was just pure loss, right. loss after loss. And so I had to really get humble, reassess what I'm doing. I had to get a job, start paying bills, stacking some money away, and then take another run at it. You know, yes. And uh, that's the venture that I'm doing today, and it's still successful. 
Jared, I'm grateful for you taking time to share that. And we always close out with two questions. So the first one is, where can people connect with you online? Yeah, they can connect with me on Facebook. And you can go to the fightingfailure.com and find that. Right. My email is on there. Everything's on there. The email, Twitter, Facebook, it's at fightingfailure.com. Excellent. And then last question is final thoughts. Thanks so much for taking the time and interview me. This is an awesome conference. I think anybody who's not coming to these type of things needs to. You get a chance to meet awesome people like you and be interviewed on a show on day one. <laughs> well, Jared, I am grateful for your story and uh, definitely look forward to hearing about the future opportunities that you have to, to navigate and, and the challenges that will come up that you'll work through. So Definitely. And, and if anybody has any uh, questions or whatever, I've got a free group where I don't try to sell you anything. There's never a sales pitch in the group from me or anybody in the group or they're kicked out of the group. It just started. It's called agencyinyourpocket.com. If you're having trouble with your marketing, I promise I won't sell you anything. I will take the time. We'll jump on a call, Zoom call. I'll break down whatever you're doing and help you. Just a good place to to ask some questions and and get some good feedback. I wish somebody would have done it for me. It would have helped me. Well, Jared, I'm grateful, man. Uh, Best wishes to you, your business, your family, and uh, this conference. Yeah, thank you so much. 